Welcome to Shine Online with Ellie Swift. I'm your host, marketing and mindset coach, Ellie Swift, here to help you connect with your clients, create life-changing results in your online business and shine neon bright online. I built a multi-six-figure business in under two years and more importantly, have supported my clients to get amazing results. My clients have generated five and six-figure launches, tripled their income and completely transformed their lives using my signature framework, the Swift Marketing Method. In this podcast, I take you a layer deeper into my business, my life, and my mind. If you're an ambitious entrepreneur, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hi, hi. Welcome back to another episode of Shine Online. I have an incredible guest for you today. I'm so excited to introduce you to my incredible friend and amazing client, Kat Skriner. Kat is an energetic business strategist and human design guide who's worked with hundreds of individuals, business owners, and leaders alike to help them understand how to work with human design in their personal and professional lives. She fuses her 14 plus years in digital marketing and experience in large and small businesses, combining it with the human design system and gene keys to help clients achieve success and drive impact through the integration and embodiment of their unique energetic gifts. In addition to having the privilege of supporting Kat in her business, I've also sought so much advice and wisdom from Kat through my own business and my own personal understanding of human design. So a little bit of context, I am a 4-6 manifesting generator. And if you have no idea what I'm talking about, you're going to know a whole lot more in this episode. But understanding who I am in human design, understanding my my type, my authority, my strategy has really allowed me to to deepen my relationship to my work, to deepen my relationship to myself and to make decisions in my business that essentially allow things to be more easeful, which is something that I've been playing with so much over the last 12 months. So I'm so grateful to Kat for all that she has taught me and all that she has supported my clients with as well. We have in the Swift Marketing Mastermind a guest masterclass from Kat that I know so many of my clients absolutely love if they come through the mastermind and, and choose to anchor into that and learn a little bit more through that as well. So I'm going to stop talking now and I'm going to move into this episode where we find out a little bit more about Kat first and foremost and her journey into human design, which I really hope inspires you if you are on any kind of path from your own like pivot into passion and purpose as Kat describes it in this episode. And then we talk a little bit more about what being in alignment truly means in, in life and in business. Enjoy. I can't wait to hear what you think about this episode. I know you're going to love Kat just as much as I do. Okay, so 2020 was a really huge year for you. I feel like it was a huge year for everybody in different ways, but it was definitely a huge year for you. 
Kat, can you just start by bringing us into what work you were doing leading up to 2020 and the transformation that occurred for you last year and how life has kind of unraveled since that point? Absolutely. Yeah. It's very different to where I'm at right now. And I think, like you mentioned, 2020 was quite cataclysmic for so many people. And it gave us that opportunity to kind of really stop, take some time. I think that time was, you know, during lockdown, I was very reflective. It forced us to kind of get really real with, you know, the people that we surround ourselves with, the people that we want to be seeing, obviously much more family time, much more downtime. So there was a lot of time for me to really assess where I was at. And at that point in my business, I was very deep into my digital strategy business. So digital analytics, performance media, digital strategy. And that digital had been my life for 14 years and the wider kind of marketing realm for nearly 20. And I just knew and I'd had this inkling for so long, this little, these keep, you know, these nudges, these voices, I don't know what they were, but just this thought that, you know, there's something else. There is something else. You can't keep doing this. Like how long are you going to keep kind of doing this? And how long are you going to keep pretending that this is what you love essentially? As traumatic as, you know, 2020 has been for so many people, obviously my, my personal experience I've been very, you know, very fortunate. I absolutely kind of recognise my privilege in that our lockdown here in Perth, Western Australia, wasn't wasn't ongoing. It was reasonably short and sharp in the scheme of things, but it was that point that allowed me to kind of stop and take stock. And it allowed me to potentially go down a path in terms of, that future and what I saw for myself and really get real about what that looked like. So my, my day-to-day work was very, it was very one-to-one at that time I was servicing retainer clients and in the world of Facebook and Instagram advertising, things are constantly changing. You are always on. I'm a solopreneur. So there wasn't a team to, to delegate to. And I really did think that I loved my work (laughs) But what I quickly realized was that I loved doing a good job for people. I loved servicing my clients and getting epic results for them. But the actual work, the biggest realization that I had was that it didn't light me up. Like it really contributing to the base that is social media (laughs) wasn't something that I wanted to continue to do. And that's a really huge aha moment to have. What led to that? Like, was there a a specific moment in time where you had that, you know, I know it's often referred to as like your rock bottom moment. For me, it was literally a living room floor moment. What was it for you? I think it was just that when, when I was deep in the juggle of we were in lockdown, juggling homeschooling, Obviously, my husband was also working from home. We had this schedule where he would work in the morning, I would work in the afternoon. And I just felt like this, you know, whilst I knew that that wasn't going to be forever, it was just a bit, I don't know, I was just trying to fit work into every spare moment. And it wasn't the world that I'd wanted to create when I went out on my own and when I, you know, made that decision to leave corporate 
all those years ago, being stuck in, I guess, a, a business model that, you know, really meant that I had 10 to 15 bosses <laughs> really was not what I kind of signed up for. And it's what I had created and I'd, you know, the business was very successful, I guess, on paper and in zero and numbers wise, I was earning really great money, but it wasn't the business model that I wanted. It wasn't supportive of the lifestyle that I wanted to have. And it kept me really stuck in this, you know, obviously time for money as well as just being feeling very stuck in, in service and not not feeling like I had the ability to have spaciousness in my in my life. And it was just incredibly stressful. So I think it was kind of at that lockdown point where I was trying to juggle all the things. I was lucky that, you know, a lot of clients had to slow down intentionally due to, to lockdowns and the, the impact that the pandemic had had on them. So that was a little bit of a, some breathing space and a little bit of a blessing in disguise in, in the fact that, you know, some of my client work did drop off, but it just made me really sit and assess what, mm-hmm. what I actually wanted to do. Like, why am I, why am I killing myself for a business that <laughs> is, is not giving me much in return other than the financial gain? Yes. And so enter human design. Talk us through how that happened. How did you come across human design? How did you know that you wanted to do it? What was the the reaction around that? How did you make that decision? Take us there. Yeah. So I discovered human design on a podcast. I think it was August of 2019. And I was like, wow, that's fascinating. It's super interesting. And I did a little bit of a dig, you know, a little bit of digging at that time, but not too much. And then a couple of months later, probably about three months later, people in my community and, and in my audience and kind of, you know, the people that I was connected to socially on Instagram in a, in a business capacity started to talk about human design and started to kind of share that they'd had readings done and that their minds were blown. And I was like, oh, that's exciting. And I kind of had that... I guess that proof that people like me can, you know, also have their minds blown. So I went down the path of having my first reading and that, that was delivered to me in early 2020, the first or second week of January, 2020. So I was kind of reading through that and, you know, having those moments of how does this, this woman who I've never met, I've never spoken to, how does she know so much about me, mm-hmm. all the things. So, you know, all the typical reactions when you get your first human design reading. At the time, I could very much relate from a business perspective and from, I guess, the strengths, um, the core strengths that were really kind of highlighted and, you know, my, my abilities and my gifts and talents that were kind of coming through in that reading. I could easily relate that to the work that I was doing in digital marketing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, great, um, I'm, I'm really well suited to, to be doing this work. It's, you know, ticking all the boxes. And I'm, I was like, awesome. I'm, it was kind of a little bit of validation that I was suited to the type of work that I was doing. A couple of months later, I, I started to kind of Google human design reader training and just started to kind of go down the rabbit hole of learning more about the system 
but through a, I really wanted to learn the system. I didn't necessarily want to just buy books. I was very drawn to learning from someone and finding a mentor essentially. And that's, that's ultimately the, the journey that I was on. But at the time I was kind of Googling all the things and, and looking at many different courses. And there was one course in particular that I came across the the sales page. It was from someone who who I was following already on social media. And I was like, oh, this sounds amazing. Like sounds so good. Read the sales page and I was like, oh, that's a bit more than I'm, you know, the, the investment that was required was a little bit more than just dipping your toe in the water stuff. <laughs> and I thought, that's cool. That's fine. You know, and, and I kind of, I, I shut down the, the page and I kept kind of moving on, but I kept coming back to that sales page and I kept kind of sitting on it and I kept rereading the sales page and I, there was something that kept kind of drawing me back in. And then at around the same time, I went to my first of two kind of intensive breathwork workshops with the Awaken duo who are amazing. And this was a little bit out of character for me. And, you know, I don't think I've ever seen myself as being kind of overtly woo-woo or spiritual or, you know, the type of person who goes to breathwork workshops. But a friend had suggested it and I was like, sounds interesting. Other people had also said, oh my God, it's amazing. You'll, you'll love it. I was like, cool, let's do this thing. And we were so fortunate in Perth that I could go to that workshop. I could spend, you know, four hours with complete strangers (laughs) and have some pretty mind blowing experiences. So the first workshop was transformational in many ways. And by the time the second workshop kind of came around a month later, I was very much needing clarity on this decision for learning more about human design. At the time, I didn't, I I thought it would be something that I would learn and I would still have my digital marketing business. And I didn't actually know that there was going to be anything more than just kind of having that curiosity and learning more about the system. In that second breath threat workshops, I obviously came prepared with questions that I wanted answers to. And one of them was, am I supposed to follow this human design breadcrumb, you know, path that's unfolding and that is nudging me and that is kind of keeps popping up technically for me to respond to. And the response that I got in that workshop was, it was a definite full body. Yes. It was a hell. Yes. A a fuck. Yes. It was everything. Yes. I felt like I was like literally plugged into the wall I felt electrified. Like I felt like I'd been like literally turned on and woken up. (laughs) I was like, okay, calm down. Like, you know, got the message. I got the message loud and clear. And it kind of felt like I'd never really listened to my body ever before. And it was like, this is the first time. And I just knew, like I, I, I had that, that, that knowing that gut, you know, that gut reaction, I was excited about it. I, it just, it just felt right. And I was like, okay, it's not making a lot of sense, but I know it's right for me. And that, that evening I, I signed up for that, that course that I had kind of revisited <laughs> a million times, probably over a hundred times. And yeah, I, I obviously kind of spoke with my my partner about it, but my my decision was already made. Like it was very, very exciting. And again, at the time, I didn't really know 
how I was going to use it, in, in what capacity. I just knew that I needed to do it. I love that story so much. And do you know what I think is really cool about it is that there's so many people that go into business to create that experience of freedom, to decide that they want to live their life in a way that feels really true for them and then build up a cage or a way of being that is the total opposite to that. And in fact, may even be worse than when they were back in their corporate days and not saying necessarily that that was your truth, but just like building something that is so unfulfilling, but you're creating all this money, you're getting all these results. And it's such a great reminder that the biggest metrics that we should always be judging or determining our success on are the internal ones. And if we don't take stock of where we're at in terms of our internal metrics, are you happy? Are you fulfilled? Does this light you up? Are you enjoying how you're spending your days? Are you enjoying your work? Like then we're really missing the point. And so I love that you had that experience. And I love that you obviously needed to have something to, as you say, jolt you back into your body to, to truly feel actually, this is what I want to do. You've left your career, your 15 year digital marketing career. You had this huge realization, this huge aha moment. I know kind of completely upended your life and, you know, what felt like starting again from a business context, because like you say, you were earning great money and, and you bar, I think like one or two clients basically shut down that business overnight almost. Right. What I really want to know is you know, since you've started this work, you've moved into it, you obviously are obsessed with the transformation that that human design can create. Why is human design having such a moment in the spotlight? What do you believe it creates for people? Knowing that we've had astrology, we've we've had personality testing, you know, the the concept of reflecting back on ourselves and and taking information and data and using it to to fuel decision making is not a new concept. Why is human design so different? I think one of the reasons that so many people find it so transformational is that it is very multifaceted. Like there are a lot of different layers to the system and it's bringing in many, you know, it's that kind of beautiful mashup of many other systems, kind of the ancient observational systems like the Kabbalah, the, the Chinese I Ching, you know, the, the systems astro- like astrology that have got, you know, the, those roots of, of thousands and thousands of, of years of efficacy essentially and, and, and use and it's kind of combining it with more Western and scientific principles. But I think for so many people it gives us that permission it allows us to be fully seen the way that we were designed and perhaps opens us up to really recognize parts of ourselves that we may have shut down or that we have been out of alignment with, you know, for some of us for many, many years due to conditioning or just other, other challenges and shadows in our lives. And it gives us language to be able to a, articulate that and then work with that. And awareness is is everything. And I think there are so many people nowadays, particularly in the business space, that are really conscious to the fact that, you know, the, the strategies in business are not one size fits all. That kind of model of do what I say and you will, you know, you will achieve your dreams is very, very outdated now. And I think people really do grasp the fact that Yes, having a good strategy is essential, but having the right energetics behind it is even more important. And 
when you are wanting to be an authentic business person and lead with integrity and attract clients, you know, that are correctly aligned to you, it's really important that you understand A, how you're designed to kind of operate and to serve so that you can serve and operate in a way that feels good and that feels aligned and, you know, things feel like they flow, things feel easy. When you're in alignment, things do feel easy and, it, you know, business is challenging enough without trying to to kind of fit yourself into someone else's strategy or to, to put yourself into a box. But when, you, when you're able to kind of really flourish and do the things that you are naturally here to do in the way that you are naturally here to do them, that's when, you know, you get that ultimate kind of freedom and that way of operating in business that is very uniquely yours and your success isn't, you know, related back to this very kind of narrow view of how things should be done. Anywhere when I'm kind of working with clients and there's these shoulds and should and should, I should do this. This is, you know, the the biggest red flag that there's something that we need to kind of look at a little bit more deeply because we've, we've all been raised with the shoulds, with the conditioning. It's impossible to avoid conditioning, but human design will allow you to start to unravel some of those, those stories, those, you know, very ingrained beliefs and the things that might be holding you back from you know, your true potential, essentially. I really love that you've taken your, you know, 20 years in business experience and combined this with human design, because I think this is where the work for business owners is so transformational. And through my own experience working with you, it certainly was for me because I I just agree wholeheartedly with what you're saying there, that it is so outdated to be operating under these like cookie cutter solutions in business of I'm going to follow a specific strategy and that's the way I'm going to build my business. And I also think that that's not something that's widely known yet. I think that so many people out there are still very much teaching that. And so many people out there are receiving that and believing that that is what's going to create success for them. And I actually do think that there's, and this is like a whole other conversation entirely, but there's kind of this shadowy thing at the moment where, you know, a lot of people creating success in business and they've kind of worked out how to do it in a way that works for them, maybe without much prior business experience. And that's awesome. But they're going, I'm going to just teach this. Like, this is my million dollar strategy essentially is just teaching this. And it, it almost, that is when the coaching industry, as an example of an industry, gets branded things like cultish and unfortunately mm. you know that there, there can be that side to it i think this is why i just really believe that this work is so important because when you view yourself as an individual which you are you really connect to what makes you unique to what makes you amazing to what makes you special to what makes you sparkly to what all your unique strengths are that is when your business starts to thrive because you can tap back into that. You can connect to that. You can make decisions from that place. And like you say, the energetics are at everything, like really, really connecting to your own personal energetics, especially in a really, really noisy online space. Mm-hmm. And so what does that look like really practically then if we're talking about alignment? So say, you know, you're, you're working with a business owner, which I know are all your clients, what does coming back into alignment enable them to do in their business? Like, are we talking like business model? Like what can the transformation look like? 
Well, for a lot, it is business model and many people are operating beyond their energetic capacity. So they're not designed to kind of be working in a business that requires them to kind of trade time for money. A lot of the people that come to me are challenged by that. And we live in a world that's very much geared to the sacral being. So the generator or the manifesting generator. And we're both manifesting generators. So we've got this energy. We can get a lot of stuff done, but not everyone does. So, you know, when 70% of the population does have this kind of sacral life force energy and is out there buzzing around getting so much done, it creates this environment that people feel like they're not good enough, they're not worthy, that they can't, you know, what's wrong with me because I can't keep up with that. That's where a lot of burnout can happen for people who are non-sacral beings, so manifestors, projectors and reflectors. They're, they're really kind of struggling to keep up and they're trying to do what everybody else is doing. They're not designed to have that kind of business model. So really understanding your own energetic capacity is is essential to kind of setting yourself up for success and you know having a business model that's going to support that is is really key another challenge that so many of us have and again because 70 percent of the population are sacral beings from very early on in our entrepreneurial and, and business journeys we're told to go out and make shit happen we're told to initiate we're told to to literally go out and, and, and hustle, essentially. I hate the word and it's <laughs> very anti-hustle. But there's this real, you know, if you kind of think back to the, the, you know, the very kind of stereotypical bro marketing tactics and strategies, they're all around, you know, this strategy of, of initiating. But initiating is only correct for 9% of the population, mm. for manifestors. And in human design, one of the first things that you learn is your strategy. And that's how you're designed to interact with the people around you. It's how you're designed to be in alignment. And from a personal perspective or from a business perspective, it's essential that you really kind of grasp that concept. And the fun thing is you get to experiment with it and you can really have a little bit of fun with it. But for so many of us sacral beings, the generators and the manifesting generators, we are we're leaning in, we are initiating, we are, you know, really throwing so much action at things and then getting super frustrated and angry when things don't work out. And often that's because we're not following our own strategy, which is primarily to respond mm -hmm. and respond to things externally of us. And when we lean back and, and, and wait to respond essentially, that feels scary. So then we're like, oh, my God, but if I'm not doing something in my business, then I'm not moving it forward. But jumping on things that are not correct for you is a really surefire way to kind of fall out of alignment. But it also means that you're spending all this precious energy trying to make that thing work. Whereas if you kind of have, you know, practice a little bit of patience and wait to respond to the things that are correct for you, to the things that light you up to a way of working or a strategy or a tactic that really, really excites you, that's where the magic is. Kind of leaning in and, and, and following verbatim someone else's approach or strategy and, and jumping straight into it is, you know, for many of us where we, we kind of initially go wrong. And I absolutely get it because, you know, when you are new in business or you've kind of pivoted and you're really trying to get some traction, 
it's it's hard to wait because you, you you want those quick wins and it's you know obviously having some quick wins you know keeps momentum going as well but for many of us we're wasting our time and really kind of draining our energy doing things that we don't like or that are not kind of energetically correct for us because we we think that that's what we should be doing in our business to move it forward what i love is that like if i look at marketing and what I teach in marketing and what you've taught as well for many years. So much of marketing and building a business is actually about response. Understand what Mm -hmm. your ideal clients want, like deeply get that, respond to their needs, and then essentially build from that place. And so often when I'm having conversations with clients who are earlier in business stages, I I notice how we, we almost feel like success has to come from within. So that, as you say, that like being an action of, I must know all the answers and therefore move from that place. Whereas actually starting great business is mostly about just understanding what your ideal clients want and responding from that place. The cool thing is, is that business actually when done right is about being a great responder. It's about responding to the needs and the demands of your people And so when you show up from that place, things are far more effortless and far more natural anyway. And so it makes total sense that 91% of the population is programmed to do things in that way. I I really, really love that. And sometimes I think as well for me personally, so being a manifesting generator, absolutely being that person that needs to wait to respond. I find that for me, a lot of the time it's about timing. So Mm -hmm. I have no problem being creative. I have no problem coming up with offers. I have no problem like being able to vision things, but unless it's like responding to something, then I know that the timing's not right for that offer. And I think that so many people think like, oh, I've had this massive brainwave idea. It's not going to be a success unless I action it right now, which is just so not the case. Like I action things in my business that I thought up, conjured three years ago, and the timing just wasn't right then. And so once again, just like playing the long game and really looking about this, looking at business as, you know, something that you're planning on being in and doing over the long haul, rather than feeling like you say, like you need to burn yourself out and exhaust yourself. And I I love that so much of that comes back to your unique design. And the other thing that I want to say as well, just being an MG, and obviously I can only speak to this through my own experience, but you know, can see how things play out in such different ways with clients who are all the different types even as an MG, energetic capacity wise, I look at friends, peers, clients who are generators. And sometimes I think, how do they do it? Because I, I often see generator friends who are like, they act like machines, like they can just consistently go. Whereas I can go for a couple of hours and then I'm on the couch having a nap and then I'm going again and then I'm resting again. Like I'm much more of in that stop start energy as an MG of being able to like give my order something and then retreat, give my order something and then retreat. And so even then we all have such, you know, differences in terms of our energetic capacity. And I think when you know that you can work with it and it's just so, so powerful to go, oh, I can propel myself forward in a big way because I'm so mindful so mindful of this. 100%. And I think intellectually, we all know that we're unique and we're all different. We've all got completely unique fingerprints and things like that. But human design is is really going to, to really shine a light on 
you know, we're both manifesting generators, but we are so wildly different. You know, we could both have the same profile and still be so wildly different. So there's there's going to be some commonality and, the, you know, typically with, with energy type, you might really resonate with other people of the same energy type, but it doesn't mean that you are the same. And ultimately it's, it's your experiment and, you know, learning learning scratching the surface of human design or, or really kind of diving into human design is all about learning and integrating the information so that you can lead your best life and and have the most fun and and have the most fulfilling existence during your lifetime that you that you can and again when you're an mg you may be a little bit more kind of non-linear jumping around the place you know multiple things on the go and that's fine. Giving yourself permission to 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 kind of no longer be lit up by something and not forcing yourself to, to to stay in projects or to stay in situations that are just not correct for you anymore. You can move on, and this goes for for all of the energy types, obviously. But you know, ultimately, it's that permission to to be you and to really really understand yourself at a soul level and allow your body to really guide you as opposed to your mind. Our minds are so overwhelmed. They are overworked. They are overstimulated. They are not to be trusted when it comes to really guiding us to where our soul wants to go. Yeah. And this is why I think it's such a like habit of us as humans that we go, I'm going to get the reading and learn a little bit more. And that's going to kind of appease my ego because I'm going to understand these things about myself. But as you say, the change is actually where there's integration. And obviously that's why, you know, I I know you love when you get to work one-to-one coaching your clients through those Mm. longer periods of time to actually be able to support them to go, well, this is what this looks like in terms of your business model. I've seen that you do things like, this is what this looks like in terms of when you should launch in your year. Like let's map out what the whole of 2022 looks like. And so I think just working with that energetic guidance is so powerful. And it's just a it's like a missed opportunity if people aren't utilizing that to their full capacity and, and one where ultimately you're, you're making things easier for yourself if you do so. 100%. And I, I get it. It's really easy to, to be distracted by, by strategies and kind of almost the quick fixes. And, oh, if I just follow this template, that's the thing that's going to make the difference. And it's kind of like, you know, that shiny object syndrome. And so many of us, are really susceptible to that because over 65% of the population have what we call an, an undefined or open head center, which means that we, we, we get lost in all the ideas. We get lost in all of the inspiration and we're just like, somebody just tell me what to do and when to do it and then I'll be fine. Yeah. Whereas, you know, when you understand how you're designed to, to operate and your unique blueprint you can take, you can critically assess the advertising that you're served on, on Facebook and Instagram, and you can really critically assess whether a program is correct for you or not, or whether a strategy is going to work for you because you can take something and, you know, once you've learned more about your human design, you can say, okay, cool. I'm, I'm really kind of feeling that that's going to work for me, but I'm going to tweak it here and I'm going to make this change and I'm not going to do it like this, but I'm going to do it like this. And then we give it a try and we, we kind of experiment with it as well. So having that understanding of your energetics allows you to be much more powerful in your decision-making and, and know 
what is going to potentially work for you from a business perspective. And that allows you the freedom to, to be flexible, to try new things, but to also not just blindly kind of go into things thinking that it's going to be the magic, you know, the, the silver bullet that, that changes your life. Something, as you know, because you are the guest speaker in it, in our Swift Marketing Mastermind, we have that incredible interview with you, which anyone that comes through the mastermind that has been through that just loves. And the reason why I include it in there is because I, I really see it being so akin to being in that CEO mindset of going, well, if this is calling me and this feels true for me, and this is something that I want to explore it helps me to be in the energy of CEO mindset and gives me further tools to work with to own CEO mindset, which is essentially that concept of trusting yourself as the CEO, deciding and embodying the reality that you are the CEO and you are the one making the decisions in your business from that place, mm-hmm. first and foremost. And I do think that it's just so powerful to then have those tools to go, okay, I know exactly what CEO mindset looks like for me. I know what embody, you know, CEO embodiment looks like for me and I know how I can move forward. Kat, is there anything that we haven't talked through today or anything that you would want to leave as parting words for anybody who is a business owner coming into, you know, end of 2021, moving into 2022, probably starting to think about what the new year looks like for them in business. And it is really essentially in the process of, of unraveling and deciding what the next year looks like. What, what would you say to them? What, what information would you give to them to support them when they're moving forward on their journey? I think human design requires that curiosity. So you need to be kind of open to learning more about yourself on a, on a pretty deep level, but one of the benefits and one of the beautiful things about it is that it can really allow you to get right to the heart of some of your blocks and some of the things that have literally held you back for years. And that was certainly my experience. I was like, oh, that's interesting. I've always thought I needed to be someone who had a 5, 10 or 15 year plan. I know now that I'm not supposed to, and that's okay. The way that I'm designed in many different aspects of my design does not support being someone who who does that. Mm-hmm. And now I'm really okay with it and like take the pressure off. What I would say is, you know, it is a super powerful system on, on many different levels. If it's from a business perspective, it can really help you get clear about what is and isn't correct for you in in the way that you run your business and really kind of redesign the way that you set yourself up for success in business and obviously coming into the end of the year and with a new year looming that's obviously a really good opportunity to take stock and really yeah like I said redesign the way that you kind of show up and in a way that feels much more easeful in alignment and and ultimately we want to have these kind of beautiful abundant lives that feel good and that's you know i think people would struggle to kind of disagree with feeling good is not my <laughs> number one priority in life and i get it i'm i'm a mum i have two kids i you know have a very busy life but i i still you know i love what i do and it's okay to love what you do and to be you know passionate about both a family and a lifestyle as well as the work that you do. So yeah, I would encourage people to really 
start to learn more about their human design if they are interested in getting that real understanding of how life can be much more in alignment, much more abundant, feel much easier. And one of the side bonuses of learning more about your human design from a business perspective is that you you get this knowledge and these skills and these tools that you can transfer over into your personal life. And, you know, if you are a parent, how you can support your kids in the most beautiful way. And I, I know I've probably said this to, to you a million times, Ellie, but this is the kind of stuff kids need to learn at high school mm-hmm. at a minimum. Like what an amazing world we would have if children who are in those really transformative years understood how they were designed, understood how they were designed to make decisions, big decisions, they trusted their body, they trusted their energy, and they also really trusted the energy that they get from other people as well because I think that's one of the, obviously, we're all all impacting each other all of the time. And really, yeah, really understanding how that works is in my opinion, a bit of a game changer. I couldn't agree more. I just love you. I love the way that you approach this work so much because you have the the brain and the smarts of a scientist and the heart of somebody who is committed to changing the world. And I think when you combine those two things, it's a very, very special combination. And I know that for me, that's the kind of human that I want to learn from when it comes to human design. So Thank you for the work that you do in this world. How can we find out more about you and learn from you? Can you share a little bit more about what that looks like? And if somebody's really interested right now, exactly how they can work with you? Absolutely. So I'm most active on Instagram. So my Instagram handle is at cat.scriner, which is spelled S-K-R-E-I-N-E-R. And at my website, catscriner.com is where you can find all of the ways to work with me. And I am really passionate about making this information as accessible as possible because it's it's all over my design that this is what I'm designed to talk about and to teach and to to kind of share with the world, which is which is so cool. So there are, you know, many different ways that people can work with me either through readings, through the one-to-one work, which is where, you know, obviously there is that huge opportunity to to take you on quite a transformational journey. I have evergreen programs as well that um, you can jump into at any time that are really designed to help you, particularly if you are a coach or a consultant kind of working with other beautiful humans and helping them with the transformation but you know really wanting to learn a little bit more about how human design can help you understand your clients and get the you know get a more effective quicker transformation for them so there are programs that will support that as well so many different ways to work with me and really uncover your human design and and your full potential essentially so good. Definitely go and check out Kat's work. Get on this ahead of 2022, 2022, 2022. <laughs> wow. I just realized <laughs> I don't know how to say next year. <laughs> Better start learning. So, so many twos. <laughs> Quick, someone do a numerology report on that. <laughs> I know. Great for anyone where two is their lucky number. So yeah. good. Kat, thank you so much for this conversation. I've absolutely loved having it. All of you that are listening, if you are feeling intrigued, curious at all by this conversation, jump on over and check out Kat's work. 
I highly recommend deep diving into this and integrating it into your business. I know it's been hugely transformative for me in terms of the way that I show up for my work, my clients and my business. Kat, thank you so much. Thank you, Ellie. It's been a pleasure.